delivery. Elevates the cross. Bain is there! Express version of Sky Blue Stories this week with Julian, Sean, Jono, and of course we will talk about the Sydney FC Foundation and their partnership with uh, the club on a match day doubleheader this Saturday at Allianz Stadium. Gents, um, an interesting week in Sky Blue despite the men's team not playing. Uh, The girls had a big win and what we thought initially was going to be pretty disastrous in terms of the Canberra decision being overturned. Um, We're sort of back to where we were because Western United copped a a massive loss. It was a crazy weekend in the W League. Mm. Sorry, sorry, Liberty, A-League women's, sorry. Um, Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell. Um, You know, Western lost. Uh, What happened to victory? They They drew. City lost to Perth. So, so much of that top four. Mm. Four. There's a battle for that top four, or at least places three and four, with the likes of Canberra and who else is lurking over the shoulder there of victory and, and Perth Glory, our, Perth, opponents, yes. our opponents on Wednesday night. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. So our, the premiership, the premier's plate is it's in our hands. Destiny. Destiny awaits. Mm. So we'll, we'll see. It, it is, and it'll all be, uh, it'll all be decided this week. Um, from what I can see. So before the international break and the, the Matildas go off and um, play a couple of friendlies. So all that and more, um, gents, but why don't we why don't we get straight into it? Why don't we go around the grounds, Shorty? Smash out some around the grounds. 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 Sunday, the 2nd of April, Members' Day, uh, 10.30 to 12.30 p.m. A great opportunity for you to meet the, the guys and girls, the men and the women of of our wonderful club. Two of the change rooms, see those, what, eight, four hundred and fifty-nine thousand, whatever toilets there are. Um, <laughs> uh, take part in fun and games and prizes are for that's, grabs. Um, so, that's this Sunday, sure. That's this Sunday, Sunday. yes. Damn. April's creeping up before we know be Easter and um yeah, massive weekend, you know, from Saturday then over the Sunday. So big weekend of sky blue. So get down and enjoy the members' day. You've got to be a member, by the way. Um, oh. um hence the name members' day. Mm. Um also I always like to do this because I like the little bit of time and effort he puts into this for us, Jules is the good old rowdy, he's done his homework. Oh. Um and we said yeah. on the weekend or last week's pod, we should say, um that the third game typically has the the shooters mm-hmm. and and we weren't wrong in that. Um, no. So it was we actually the third game at Allianz had more than the second derby at Combank. Twenty six thousand seven hundred compared to twenty three thousand three hundred. However, percentage wise, you were right, Jules, in that. Mm. 
there was less of the stadium feel because we've got a bigger capacity at Allianz than they do at. But the hang Champions. on, isn't yeah. isn't isn't this on average? Is this on average? This is on this... average over the cro- over the history of, of the, derby. the derby. I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. great little bit of statistician homework from Rowdy there. So thank you. Uh, next little bit, actually, mm. Courtney and Jada made the Matilda squad again. Um, Courtney, you know, she, I think she's a soldered on. Is that the word I'm looking for? Cemented on. Like moss, yes. mm. on. Yeah. nailed on, um, nailed on, nailed on, like nailed, funny. nailed on player. Um, whoa, uh, nailed on for uh, the Matildas going forward. Um, and I'm really happy that Jada is getting recognition because I think biased, I know, but I think she's been the best goalkeeper in the A League women's this season. I think she's the best goalkeeper we've ever had, but a few weeks ago, I was. Vetoed in that. <laughs> when she when she wins the when not, she wins the. Uh... I'm not going to get bring up old ground. It's all good. It's done. <laughs> when she, she wins the trophy, this, the, the main the the last match day this season, Jules, she she'll be number one. Done. Oh, I'll take that. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the game on Saturday, John. But she was a little bit busy, busier than perhaps we would have liked to have been on on Saturday's she game. Was. Yeah, she was three occasions having to tip it over the crossbar. Um, mm. and this is a big one. Um. The 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 FIFA or whoever it is, Jules, the has banned yeah. IFAB. Is yeah. it has banned. Yeah, this is the stupidest. This adds to the theatre, the excitement. Um, yeah, may as well just give them an easy kick from the penalty spot, but no more antics, no more. What do you call it? Jumping around, moving about. They mm. have to stand mm. on the on the on the goal line and. May as well just blindfold them, put two and tie their hands behind their back. Like, well, they mm. can't have feet behind the line. They can't have feet in front of the line. It's got to be on the line. Now they can't. They can't move. Um, yeah, it's 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 a joke. As as someone said, um, might have been Simon Hill actually. You know what about the balked run run ups of the penalty takers? Yeah, they're, they're Ooh, stuttering. It's the, it's the exact. Off-back. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. 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 What's what's good is what's good for the geese isn't what's been good for the gander here. So it's been quite hypocritical. And the, the, the strikers already have an, an advantage as it is. Like, what would be the percentage yeah. of pens that go in compared to pens that would, would you say it's like 70%? Like, if someone shot 10 pens in a row, they'd probably get seven or eight out of 10. It'd be something like that. Depends who's taking them. Or not if you're Sydney FC this year. I mean, we haven't done too well for yeah. this oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um Speaking of scoring, but not from the penalty spot, uh, Mackie, who's been oh. away with Slovakia. Oh, you're talking um, about me again. <laughs> uh, he got a goal, and a great goal it was against Bosnia. Herzegovina, you uncultured swine. Um, it was a fantastic goal. Did you boys see it? I did. I did. Yeah. It was, it was a good goal. Great, great, great shot. Great shot from Mac um, in their qualifier for Euro qualifier. Um, so very happy for Mac to get a goal. John, I'll, I'll, I'll hand this last bit of around the grounds news to you. I hate it. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> Canberra United it. have been awarded, re-awarded. It's... Um, uh, so the decision earlier in the season uh, to dock Canberra United three points for making four substitution windows or using four substitution windows 
when they were not allowed, uh, the result was overturned. They actually won that game uh, on the day 2-1. The result was overturned. The standard punishment for cheating uh, is a 3-0 loss and, and the points awarded to the other team. The other team on the day was Sydney FC. Uh, however, now I think Jules summed it up pretty well. Or, or could have been, or could have been Rowdy and Jules actually, but... Um, you know, th- there's a lot of confusion from the Canberra side of things about what a concussion is. And I think they felt that if you had a knee injury, that was concussion. Um, okay. So I'm not sure what they're smoking in Canberra. <laughs> that well, was, yeah. just, that worked too well. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently it's concussion if you hurt your leg. Mm. Uh, and so the FA has overruled the APL's punishment and reverse the decision. Not that we're bitter. Mm, but we, we are, an and they're fucking cheats. But we have an opportunity. We can appeal that, can't we? Or, or the APL can? No, Sydney have no ground. We have no grounds to appeal it. Uh, it's it's all to do with the APL and, you know, the, the FA. What about the... the um... The Bris- it was a Brisbane West United mm. game that there's some conjecture on points there or yeah so I Brisbane forgot. Brisbane Raw played a player who had uh, who was supposed to be suspended due to accumulation so she um, she had accumulated four yellow cards and in the A League women's that means <laughs> yeah that's right there's a suspension yeah. so not only did uh, the club. Brisbane, not realise, um, but the FA or the APL, whoever it was, didn't notify the club. Right. That player was suspended. Um, so at the moment, that's been uh, given as a victory to Western United, even though they lost. Um, mm. But I'm, I'm, I don't know where it's at in terms of um, whether Brisbane are appealing it or not. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the latest yeah. is. Sets a bad precedent in terms of what's happened to us and the Canberra United. Well, it's it, it's nuts, but like I said at the in, at the start, boys. Um, it, due to the results on the weekend, it, it pretty much put us back to where we were. So one game mm. in hand and two points behind. So uh, Western only have the one game left. They've got Wanderers. Um, got Wanderers, which won't be easy. So Chloe Legazzo might be back for that one, but mm. yeah, it sort of depends. We've got um. You know, we've got two shots at it. We've got Perth Glory and Newcastle Jets, both of whom we should be pretty confident against. Um, Perth have, have been on a fantastic run of results. I think they're eight undefeated, but, you know, coming all the way over from um, WA mid, excuse me, midweek um, to play, uh, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd back our I'd back our girls to be able to do that considering we, we didn't have to travel on the weekend. Well, shall we get into the game? Let's do it. Let's do it. So the girls on um, Saturday, John and I, we went down there. Uh, a lot of three o'clock kickoff. Uh, eventually, the heavens opened up yeah, sometime in the second half. But it was a resounding three 0 win with Rachel opening up the scoring, and then uh, Captain Nat, Captain Nat, fantastic. Captain Nat Sparrow uh, and Maka mm. both getting on the score sheet. Uh, Jonathan, you were screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Have it a guess, Jules, why Jonathan was eager for it to be 4-0. Uh, you know. I'm, I'm, why no, no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, curi- I'm oh. curious. 
<laughs> Why? Look at it. He had money look, on it. Look, I'm not. Look. <laughs> oh my god. Look, I'm not saying my Ned's, that I my was Ned's motivated. Subliminal messages each <laughs> each part have slowly crept in. Well, we were we we were sitting there, Sean, pre-game, and we we sort of you know sort of went, oh, I've got a few minutes here. Let's have a let's have a bit I of said a said bet's better than your cheeky slut. Bit of a cheeky cheeky wager, and I think. You know, four to win by four or more was paying seven dollars sixty or something, Jules. So it's pretty decent to be uh, fair. We decent. were so close. We were so close. Uh, that's okay. You... I was still very happy that the girls won despite yeah. my ten dollars going. Costing you money. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney, we've got to talk. No. Do better. <laughs> uh a three nil victory nonetheless. Um pretty dominant display in the end, uh, Sean. Uh, we did have a lot of chances, though, and, and you know, um, Adelaide, to their credit, had had quite a few as well, albeit mostly from outside the box. Um, Jada Wyman probably yeah, they, kept... They kept, you know, they kept Jada on her toes a bit in the first half. Mm. She had to tip it over the crossbar. I Look, feel like she made the same save three times. Yeah, it was just like... Um, <laughs> Groundhog Day a bit for her, mm. like quite mirror image three times in a row. First half, well done for Rach, you know, just following in on the keeper, mm. nice little touch around her and, and, and walking it in pretty much. Look, we didn't have it all our own way in the first half. We are maybe slightly fortunate to be going in at the half. I thought maybe a nil all, maybe a one all. Um, but then the switch was flicked, the flitch was, was switched. Uh, second half, we just absolutely dominated and then some. Um, look, no criticism, but they should have walked away 6-0. Courtney had three really good chances, mm. uh, particularly the first two, particularly the first of her Prinny, three. Prinny did as well. Um, Prinny had a nice one, um, a nice kind of curling shot, just went past the far post. But then she had also that uh, other one, Jono, where she was on the byline and, uh, had a shot like at the near post and the keeper it almost cleared off the line, wasn't it? Oh, it looked like she almost was going to touch it in for an own goal. Indiana uh, had a shot that blazed wide, and somebody else had a shot that almost kind of blazed over as well. It might have been Charlie. Um, but look, 3 0, clean sheet, uh, winning ways. Very happy for the girls. Um, Madison Haley returned, which was good to yeah, see. Yeah, Maddie. Yeah, Maddie had a really good stint um, looking to release players. Look, I, I thought Macca and Nat were absolutely brilliant. A little bit of a different. We we saw Deb and Nat partner with no. So it was, yeah, it was Deb and Nat and mm. Anna out wide on the weekend. Um, who else did I have? Did I? Really I, thought Anna, I thought Anna Green was was really really mm. good actually. Um, a little bit quiet from Charlie. I I'm not sure I've seen Anna Green play live. So um, yeah, I was pretty impressed with her work uh, on the left there. And uh, Indiana Dos Santos, Sean, you mentioned our youngest ever cool. dub starter and mm. uh, took away well, player of the match. Yeah, uh, youngest ever player of the match um, by default. Yeah. She was good. She was busy. But I, I agree with you, uh, Shawnee Boy. I think Nat Tobin um, came back with a vengeance after her suspensions. Um, she she's played been like a little great nick. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Mackenzie Hawksby, good to see her um, again. Probably bounce back from a couple of, I guess, quieter performances from Macca. Um, it was great to see the, the the hawk mascot on the sideline again um, <laughs> for her, which was which was good to see. So, uh, look, overall comfortable. I think I think Ante would have probably 
I think it would have been, you know, satisfied, but but with the amount of chances that we had, um, uh, you know, we, we should be making sure that, that that's beyond doubt. And, um, you know, Adelaide through Fiona Verts, um and uh, their other young striker, is it Galea, that scored against us in the first game of the season? Um, they both had a couple of good pot shots. And, and like you said, Charter um, at an acrobatic best and, She's moving with with great confidence, which is good to see, especially after that head knock with um with Charlotte McLean. And and we and Jules, we're a little bit starstruck. We're at the very ritzy St George's <laughs> Club at the end of the at the after the game, and uh, who walks in? But uh, Nat and and Macca, I, I was a little bit starstruck. Ooh. I was a bit lost for words. You're um, embarrassing. You're they're embarrassing. a lot. They're a lot taller than I realized. I, I was sitting <laughs> at the time, but um, oh my god. And uh, you know, just did you invite us? Did you at least shout them a drink or something like that? For a nah, he was, in, he was embarrassing. I, was gonna, was, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, get out a West Coast cooler or something like that. <laughs> wow, but you know, she was, went all red, he was or, blushing. He was, was ordering, she was ordering the other girls to get a drinks, and you know, she's like, I'm the captain now, and you know, I'm the captain, now. Yeah. but um, <laughs> so but look, yeah, little, little criticisms that they need to be a bit more clinical, um, because you know, in the first half, it was breaking down a bit in the final third, but look. Weren't troubled in the second and, and very happy that they got the win. So well done, ladies. Um, and may long that continues with two more games they, left. And they behaved immaculately. Very well behaved. Thank you. Yes, very good. <laughs> very good. Um, the girls have got a big week, guys. As we said, actually, uh, possibly before or uh, maybe after, a lot of people have listened to this. Um, got a game Wednesday night. Uh, the 29th against Perth Glory at Cogra Jubilee. And then the season rounds out, Sean, on the weekend against the Newey Jets. Yeah. First, that. first game. So uh, first game of the doubleheader, Allianz Stadium. Um, probably just the, that the third time the girls have played at Allianz. Um, yes. Yeah, there's been a, quite yeah, a few. I think so. Around the grounds, um, but that'll be great. So get in nice and early. I think the weather's meant to be pretty good for football on on Saturday. So get in nice and early to uh, to support the girls uh, at the Sydney FC Foundation match day. The girls should get two wins from that. I'm expecting a few goals in each game, but they shouldn't take uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, they shouldn't take Perth Gore. We we get two wins. Right we get the premiers plate. Yeah, third so successive. Quick max. If that's, if that's not motivation enough, then I don't know what is. So. Uh, Ante will have them ready and rearing to go. The girls, I find the girls don't really need to be kind of lifted. Like I find that they just always got their head in the right space. Might mm. see Maddie Haley start what start either one of those games. She might come off the bench for the Perth game and then and start the Jets game. Um, but what we'll see. So. Yeah, it'd be be nice to integrate it back in a bit because um, they're going to have to start finding her runs again. I think that's one thing that. You know, Rachel Lowe's been good as a link-up play. She got caught offside a couple of times on the weekend, but, um, you know, Maddie and, and Rach, two very different strikers. Um, and, and yeah, it'd be good. Like you said, Shawnee, even if it's not uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, it'd be good to see a start uh, against the against the Jets. I think uh, for those who are keen to see Charlotte back, probably not for the start of the finals. Looks like that, yeah. Club said two weeks uh, today, so yeah. It's, What's um, the uh, final structure again? Is it is it a top six still, or is it I've forgotten now for the A League Women's? Oh, that's a good. Qu- I, I was actually thinking about that today. Um, I think it's actually one v 
two. Right. I think they're doing one v two this year. Right. Uh, and three v four is a what to decide to decide who gets the home grand final. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I think I think it's three v four knockout and and one v two right. and the, and the loser gets a second ah. fight. I think I that think. makes sense. We should, might, we should be, look this might up. be expanded next season. Uh, yeah, with the like extra teams and that and whatnot. So mm. yeah. yeah, look it up, Jonathan. I I I, w- I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. The league's top two teams play a semi final on the fifteenth of April. The winner of which goes okay. directly to the grand final. So yes, I was oh, right. Cool. I should never have doubted myself. Excellent. Okay. So uh, so we've got a top two spot. Uh, wrapped up just a matter of whether we play it at home or away i would dare say is it time to wax lyrical about our npl fellas let's talk npl they got a bit of spotlight last week didn't they um, oh they yeah. they're they're easy to do it when you keep on winning yeah. <laughs> fantastic well they got they kicked off the winning ways for us on the weekend with a friday night mm. game up at valentine your old stomping grounds jonathan um, yes. Look, respectfully, and, and I, I had to eat my words when they beat United the week before, uh, but they came up against last season's premiers, uh, champions uh, in Blacktown. And Alan Harbour said, <laughs> hold, my, my, yeah. hold my chubby buns burger. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that buns. place sucks. No, it what? doesn't. What? Really? Chubby buns is a piece oh, of shit. Come on. Wow. Really? It's so um, shit. I've never had it. We're going to take this offline. I think it's one of the greatest <laughs> burger joints in Sydney. What do you got to say to that? I I, I think... <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> we're, trying to get the, we're trying to get the kid a sponsorship here, Jules. Just... <laughs> what did you like about it, Julian? <laughs> Um, it tastes like the old um, burgers that you'd get at a school canteen. The bun, like the actual meat patty, is like a frozen hockey puck. Oh, wow. I don't know which I don't know which one you've been going to, but the one uh, the one at Blacktown, the one at Lidcombe here is uh, okay. Maybe that's maybe sensational. Okay, right. I, I reserve veggie, my judgment until veggie I try loaded the one fries. Veggie loaded fries, very good. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna uh, go anyway, to this one. What happened, in, what, what happened in the soccer show? Ah, uh, it doesn't matter now. Look, no. <laughs> we are a burger podcast. <laughs> uh, Alan Habas. Holy crap! What a goal! Absolutely insane, sneaky bastard. Um, <laughs> side of the the wall, near post, fooled the keeper. Um, but hats off to, of course, I think. Yeah, and he said at the end of the game, we'll post match uh, mm. chat. Um, with the media and the like, maybe a bit of credit has to go to Pavlicic who, who told him apparently he said, mm-hmm. mate, consider, you know, doing it, you know, near post, this side of the wall, et cetera. Um, and, and he did. <laughs> so that's, and he did, uh, and he... I want to, they've scored. I want to make sure I get this right. Hang on. Let me open up my, my notes here because, you know, I'm fancy and whatnot. Um, it's four games undefeated. Uh, nine goals scored and only two conceded, um, and, and and two clean sheets of those four wins have come up against you know big heavyweights and NPL teams in Sydney United and Blacktown City. So mm. um, 
we, we started off all right in the season then had a little bit of a lull with the loss to Olympic and Marconi. Was there somebody else? But um, and, and now we sit fourth on the MPL ladder, which is absolutely brilliant. And, point and, off second, I think. Mm, uh, we're point and, off second. And, and, and no surprise to see Pavlicic and um, Nathan Paul and, of course, Habas in the MPL team of the week. Pavlicic uh, makes it three weeks in a row that a Sydney FC yes. goalkeeper has been in the team of the week. Yeah, he got he's gone back to back, wow. and then you got Gus, who was the the week before that. I think that was that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Alan Harbass with his fourth fourth goal of the season, gents. I think so. Still, uh, still six off the Baker, uh, Alec Urashevsky, but um, you know he's a freak. So, um, yeah. but what what. Like like we've said, well, like we like we've said last week, like we've said on our socials, um, just a huge shout out to the NPL boys for for bringing us that bit of joy, um, and and unexpected, you know, We're, we love watching them play in the brand of football that they roll out as it is, but um, getting the results in, you know, uh, against some of the NPL heavyweights and and more than likely, um, more than likely national second tier teams. So how good. They were getting peppered in that second half or in that later later part of the second half. But, you know, in past seasons, they might have, you know, conceded 4-5, you know, and lost at the end. But um, incredible resolve and resilience and and just keeping their shape and just working hard for it. Often, you know, defence is quite a mindset rather than anything kind of tactical or technical. Um, so... What, what what Jimmy's doing with these, you know, 16, 17. And John and boys, we thought maybe last week because of the the international break over the weekend and, and no gains that we might have seen a, a Sega or a, um you know JK and the like, you know, join their ranks for the for the game on the weekend, but that wasn't the case. There was no JK mm. there, no Sega Chich. Sega, Sega, yeah. Um and, and what else am I missing? Or maybe oh no, Parsons is injured at the moment, but you know you get my point. So insane how well that they are doing. Um, who do they have this weekend though? I think they've got a another another big challenge, Sean. They got St George, do they not? Yeah, St George have been mm. a little bit. Of, I think they did. They I think St George did they draw on the weekend? I think they drew with Arpia. Did they drew it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, with Arpia, which is pretty good. So Arpia, they um. St. George are fifth on the table, only a point behind um, mm. our MPL boys. And and the other interesting thing, guys, um, St. George obviously promoted to the MPL men's uh, this year. Um, St. George uh, FC, so the other senior men's club uh, in the NPL system, I think they're at the top of... Football League One at the moment, if I'm not mistaken. So there's something in the water in Cogra, uh, Sean. I'll go. Just give me five minutes. I'll drive up the road and let you know. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Maybe it's the Chris Minns effect, you know. He's, he's, <laughs> he's winning all over the place. There's something going on in, a, in amongst uh, the Princess Highway and Rocky Point Road and whatnot. Absolutely. So, um, no, good luck to the gents this weekend. Uh, I'm not sure what, what uh, we got match day. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sunday, 2nd of April. Sunday, 2nd of April. Um, so what you can do is, members, you can go to the members' day and then from 12.30, mm. go grab some lunch afterwards, chubby buns perhaps. And then Frangos. Frangos. Frangos, El Jai, Frangos. Um, And then 3 p.m. kickoff um, up at Valentine Park. Um, the boys will be playing up against St. George. 
will be, yeah, very. It's going to be. I'm, I don't know which way this game is going to go. Um, not to be underestimated, this St George mob. So mm. I think the boys can get a win, and maybe um, I'm going to say three one. I'll take it. I'll take the win. Uh, I haven't watched any of St George's game, so. Um, I, I can purely do it based off their results. Um, but from all reports, they're, you know, surprise packet. Uh, like you said, Sean, knocking off some of the competition heavyweights, not unlike ourselves. So uh, I think it'll be an entertaining game. I think it's going to be a, a Desmond 2 2. I, <laughs> I think it's uh, going to be 3 2 our way. Bit of a goal fest. Before we preview the Western United A-League men's fixture on the weekend, gents, earlier we had the pleasure of Sydney FC Foundation manager Alex Riley's company um, to talk about everything that was going on. And in true uh, Sky Blue Stories tradition, there was a little bit of a stitch up in there. Uh, So enjoy this chat and we'll come out the other side and preview the Western United game. As we said at the top of the episode, this weekend's double header is the first match day partnered by the Sydney FC Foundation. The Sydney FC Foundation's mission is to positively impact the lives of youth and the Sky Blue community now and into the future, one pass at a time. There will be multiple ways to get involved in the match day activations, and for those who listened earlier in the season, tonight's guest will be no stranger. Sky Blue Stories welcomes back the Sydney FC Foundation manager to tell us all about the weekend ahead and more. It's Mr. Alex Riley. G'day, Alex. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me back. Good doing, Alex. We are back. We are back with a vengeance. Um, it's, uh, we had you on a few short months ago, Alex, um, to talk about, I guess, the fund, the, the foundation's main fundraiser for the year, which was the, um, the Stadium for Ants model of Allianz Stadium. How has that all been going since we last spoke? It's going really, really well. Um, you know, I think fan reception to it has been exactly what we were hoping for it's something cool it's something unique and you know with us returning back home to the new Allianz Stadium this season I think it's a it's been proven to be a great opportunity to own a piece of history of Sydney FC history um, so the response has been really good and um, we're looking forward to doing a bit of content on it on the match day and and also seeing the the winner drawn at the end of the season too. What's the reception been like Alex um, just you know in terms of you know, fans walking past, people up in the corporates, the players and, and the like. Yeah, I think the, the players, I think they were, they thought it was really cool to see with it. We've got some content pieces coming out with, I think, Rhino, uh, Robbie Mack, Courtney Vine and Charlie Rule on game day. But, you know, they just think, oh, wow. You know, it's, it's such a, it is what it says on the tin, Stadium for Ants. You know, some people are, oh, it's really small. And, and you're like, well, that's the, yep. <laughs> that's, that's the idea. Um but, you know, I think some people look at it and go, oh, it'd be really cool to have on the desk. And then when you tell them actually one, it lights up. So, you know, for nighttime, a bit of ambience there. Mm. And two, mm. it, it hangs on the wall smaller than a signed jersey would do. Um, you know, smaller mm. than Sean's um, black kit from this season does on the wall. Mm. I think... <laughs> Non-existent. I still have a phone pick But no, it's been, it's been good. The response has been really positive and we, you know, we as we mentioned last time, we're really grateful for Jonathan's introduction to David at Stadiums France. Shout out to David. He's been great throughout this whole process. Yes. And um, yeah, we're, we're excited to give it sort of centre stage for our fans this weekend. 
Yeah, we've seen how yeah. Stadium France has expanded. You've got, uh, you know, like he's done Ajax and whatnot. We'll hear Western United's doing a Stadium France, but it won't be ready for about 10 years. So, <laughs> um, That's not I think bad, it's just, sure. I think it's just like a, 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 a shovel in dirt at the moment. For this. It's one of those bobcat bulldozers that you get from Kmart in the kids section. That's it. I think you need a stadium for players first, and then. You... <laughs> yeah. Well, well done. Very good. No, that stadium for ants, Alex, is going to look great on my wall. I've already got a spot laid out for it when I win this. When the when it gets rigged and I win this. Um, so thanks, thanks, mate. The money's something in the for mail. your little girl to um, play with. Jules. Exactly, that's right. Yeah, no, she would get nowhere near it. I don't want her to <laughs> destroy it, mate. That's all. Um, you're pretty much guaranteed that you can't win it now because if you didn't win, there's <laughs> yeah. evidence of bringing. But I think the quick the question I've got for you guys, I think we are, we might have touched upon this last time, is obviously the winner is going to get to choose mm. um, current players, um, former players, if I can get my hands on them. You know, certain Alex Bross, for example, um, to sign it. So you know. Love to hear your thoughts again as to if anyone from you know this season, Mr. Lawley, for example, has uh made their Lawley. way to the top of that list. Um, for you guys, Co- I think Courtney Vine's got to be one of them, though, for sure. I think Courtney's got to be one, gents. Um, for me, or who would be the set? I mean, how many do how um, many can we pick? Two, is it two. Alex? Two yeah, players to sign, two. yeah. I mean, Buster, it is Buster's yeah, 300th game. That's what I would have said. The club yeah. this weekend. So, which Ryan Grant, Courtney Vine, yeah. sounds good. Which which players are going to add value to it? You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can I can see it now in an episode of Porn Stars. You know, uh, P A. Yeah, I'm going to have to get my stadium guy. He's he's, he's around <laughs> here somewhere. How do you, oh, yeah, how do you add value time. to priceless guys? That's exactly. This exactly. is this is a fundraiser. Sure. Maybe leave dare the names you. off it. They'll just ruin it. How do you? <laughs> Oh, geez. Speaking of this weekend, Alex, um, what exactly is going to go on at the doubleheader for the foundation? Yeah, like I said, we're giving um, sort of centre stage to our Stadium France campaign, but you're going to see plenty of TVCs um, with the players getting on board with the campaign, giving their thoughts on the model as well. Um, You know, shout out to the Ladies League as well, who have supported us Mm -hmm. with producing some content, um, you know, with David around the model. Um, so you get to hear the players' views, get to see some close-ups of it, and you'll see plenty of LEDs um, with QR codes. So I think oh, cool. best thing I can advise, obviously, everyone's got their phones out. Um, anyway, taking pictures of the the wonderful stadium proper, but anytime you see or hear anything Stadium France, get your phone out, get your camera ready to scan the QR codes that will be um, all over the stadium to buy your tickets. Um, and then, you know, just in and around, we're, we're we're going to have plenty of um, brand exposure and logos. Just to, we, we're still in the our infancy as a foundation. The the support mm. we've had over the last sort of 12, 18 months has been overwhelming, um, but we want to make sure we get as many people familiar with with the with the Sydney FC Foundation as we possibly can. So that's they're the two objectives from the day. Uh, Jenny yeah. Jenny Abood, um, Alex, uh, our chairman for the Sydney FC Foundation. Um, again, one of the many people that's I guess been working tirelessly um you know to 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 help promote the foundation like you said it is in its infancy um but Jenny and her team uh, they must be pretty happy with um with the reception of, of of the stadium friends yeah they love it you know I think a few of our board members are in particular are disappointed that unfortunately <laughs> they're disqualified from winning it but um you know the board the Sydney FC Foundation Board, as we mentioned last time, are, are fantastic. They're very supportive of what we're trying to do. And, um, 
are open to any sort of different innovative idea that allows us to raise funds to ultimately deliver um, impact in the Sydney community. Absolutely. The uh, Speaking of that success and the overwhelming support that you've had over that 12, 18 month period, like you said, Alex, um, there'll be a report uh, detailing a little bit of that uh, success, I expect. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're really excited to um, launch this week our first ever impact report, which will sort of catalogue the the impact that we've had in the community and how we've done it across the calendar year of 2022. Um, so that will encompass the four programs that we've launched, our Power Chair football program, our She Can program, our memorable experiences program with the star, and then also our disability gala day were held at Allianz Stadium in December. Um, and then it will also mention just some of the different events and initiatives, including Stadium France. So I've mentioned the QR code. There's a QR code in that impact report too. So don't worry, you will be able to buy your tickets that way. Um, but also, you know, our golf day, which, you know, we had you guys yeah. at, which was fantastic. Um, and our, our Sky Blue Santa hats and things like that. So it's just a good good read, a bit of bedtime reading, um, you know, yeah. in, in, in lieu of, uh, oh, ahead of the match day, sorry. Um, to just see what we get, what we've been getting up to as a foundation. Brilliant. I'm, going to, I'm going to put it into chat, chat GPT for a nice summary. Uh, just make sure <laughs> I can get some AI going. Um, you know, you're only going 18 months, but what you guys have done in 18 months is quite insane. Just how hard you guys have worked. So I expect that impact to be well impactful. But tell us about the the memorable experiences initiative that you guys got paired up with the star and what's that involved. We've seen emails, especially if you're a member. Um, that's kind of kick off this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. So we um, we're very grateful to have the star as our partner for memorable experiences program. The idea is that there's an awful lot of people across the Sydney FC community um, that are actually moving the game forward, whether that's promoting the women's game, the youth game, you know, disability football and sport across Sydney. There's an awful lot of people doing that. Um, so to give a good example um, was Jason Ryan, who was our first recipient back in November at the, the first Sydney Derby. Um, you know, Jason has led the, led the forefront of our power chair, pro, power chair programs. He's our head coach of our power chair team as well. And, Thanks to his ideas and insight and commitment, we've been able to reach over 25 families um, through the sport of power chair football and introduce them to them. Um, so we're really excited to be delivering a second experience as well this weekend um, for the double header. Exciting. Now, I think I saw an email go out in the last week or two calling for another round of nominations or I think yes. a third, yeah. Yeah, we received, um, again, we're inundated with um, responses um, which was just fantastic. It's great to see the number of people that are having a real impact, um, you know, across football at Sydney FC and impacting the foundation as well. And we're actually a bit of exclusive news for you here, guys. Um, we're, we're really excited to announce that the recipient of the second memorable experience this season is, um, and you may, you may be familiar with this person actually, is um, Jonathan Finger. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan. Hey. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so make what sure is... you go to the game on Saturday, Jonathan. No, no, hang on. Well, <laughs> it's a bit of a stitch up. What's um, what what's going on there, Alex? Come, come on. Uh, so you know, Jonathan, um, you received more than one nomination, um, <laughs> and described as a staunch and loyal supporter of the club. 
attending most men's women's MPL matches on a weekend anyone who's listened to the podcast knows that to be true his insight of uh, our MPL team and their success is phenomenal um, as we've mentioned before his um, commitment to the foundation and you know making sure that we have means and ideas to raise funds to have impacts in the community you know he's just second to none um, an exemplary advocate of women's football you know and I think you get you guys all you know with your dedicated podcast last um of this month sorry for international women's day again another good example of that um but the one nominee said that this work cannot go unrecognized and um the various different people um you know reading that agreed so jonathan we we have one or two things in store for you over oh the weekend gosh. um i'm going to keep most of them um a surprise so we can do it <laughs> in the day because um, we do we do like to drip feed the little surprises well too. But um, what I will say uh, is we'll, we'll need to see you nice and early ahead of the women's game so that we can um, show you. The I was I was looking forward to handing out some flyers and stuff, mate. I'd... Yes, um, <laughs> we can get into the ruse. Um, okay. Like, but, but equally, you know, I think um, one other thing is make sure that you've you've got a strong wrist and practicing your contact <laughs> in two ahead of the uh, the crucial men's game against I Sydney. I see. United. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, because jeez. We, we would love you to to go out and deliver that coin toss. Uh, I've got a I've got a feeling uh, my podcast uh, podcast colleagues might have known something about this. So <laughs> I feel very uh, very unprepared and uh, almost lost for words. But you know, when you host a podcast, you're rarely lost for words. So uh, thank you very much. That's uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Like I said, I was I was uh, one of my next questions was actually going to be about uh, rallying some more volunteers for you, mate. But um... <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that was yeah. I think uh, you know, for the listeners at home, we did uh, did have a bit of a pre conversation with Jonathan to make sure he's going to be at the game because the last thing we want is to be delivered. <laughs> A phantom coin toss, you can't quite do that over Zoom and other experiences. But no, we, you know, it, we're um, the whole point of the program is for us to be able to deliver um, truly memorable experiences. So we hope following this weekend that um, you might be able to describe your weekend as such, but um, very well deserved. And um, we, we look forward to thank you very much um, spending the weekend with you, Jonathan. Thank you very much. That sounds uh, that sounds amazing. Very unnecessary, but 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 incredible. Thank you very much. Um, where to go from here, boys? You 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 take it away. <laughs> oh, look, Jono, just just to say, congratulations. You've earned it. Uh, I'm glad a spotlight has been shone on you. Uh, if, if there, and there's many people. Don't get me wrong, but um, Jonathan, quite literally, you know, we've heard this turn of phrase said a lot. He quite literally <clears throat> sky blue. Uh, he loves the club passionately. Mm. Uh, loves the highs. Loves the lows, you know, and, and rides the whole roller coaster that, coaster that is Sydney SC. And um, I'm very lucky to have known Jono since good old five grey days back when we were 11 years old back at St. Pat's. Um, and you couldn't get a more decent <clears throat> bloke um, and, and passionate supporter as Jonathan Craig Finger. Um, so well done, Jono. Have fun on, on Saturday. Um, Thank you. Grab as many free Absolutely. pins as whatnot you can and, and send it our way. Um, you know. <laughs> Like like Homer when he's you know stashing all the lollies in him when he gets to the <laughs> gummy demilo, yeah, yeah, stuff with gummy demilo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Venus. and then Venus gummy demilo, and then and, yeah, got some stuff. I will put it up on Facebook Marketplace. But um, well, thank you for that, Alex. Um, I'm sure John yeah, will have an awesome experience. Mm. Our, our fearless leader, Indeed. absolutely.
Thank you very much, gents. Thank you very much, gents. Um, Alex, before we let you go, I wanted to just quickly mention the power chair sides. Yes. Um, because we have two this year. Have, have we always had a first grade and a reserve grade? Or yeah, we we have yes. Okay. Um, but you know the the sport is growing rapidly, mm. and the, the competition for those places is fierce. And um, we're actually very pleased to welcome young. Cody Town to our reserve grade team is actually a participant from the community program back in October and he just Brilliant. took to the sport like you wouldn't believe. So yeah, our season kicked off. Um, you know, our, our foot the foot the fourth team at Sydney FC, our men's, our women's, our academy. Yep. Um, and then the power chair team. They had um rough start to the season. I think the thing to point out is our boys are very, very young. Power chair football is an open age sport. Um, so we have couple of 10 year olds playing against people who have been playing um longer than they've been yeah. alive well well um, alex uh, alex at least one side in sydney fc is promoting youth just saying so that's jeez oh, <laughs> any Glad. chance yeah. sure. any Glad. we can we get kachaski or sega to get have a run because they need oh, <laughs> speaking of the youth boys though with the with the power chair Jaden <clears throat> and Corey holman um attended one of our power chair clinics um oh. and absolutely loved it getting in the chair i think the best way to describe it if you've ever played rocket league um mm. human rocket league that's the way they describe it but uh, yeah that's pretty know, cool go back to this weekend our boys played against hills united who are a very well established mm. team their um, head coach um is the head coach of the australian national team um and we pulled out a nil nil draw in the um senior grade there's a lot of there's a lot of Australian players and a lot of Australian caps in that Hills team there. So nil nil is a fantastic result. And our reserve grade actually got up and won one nil um, with a late fantastic. goal. So um, our, our power chair team watched this space. They're um, they're coming. We've, um, we also did a bit of transfer business, I think, didn't we, Alex? Didn't we? Uh, we brought in a little bit of experience from uh, yeah Tristan from Brisbane um, as. Uh, Helping us out this season in the New South Wales competition, which is fantastic. Tristan um, is heavily involved in um, power chair football across the zone of like the APL zone, like Australia and Pacific um, Asia area. So he is um, a very, very good experienced player. He sort of tops up that youth that we mentioned. Yeah. Um, I think the boys were excited to play with him and, you know, it showed this weekend. You know, I think nil-nil is as close to a win um, yeah, you can get against that team. Result. So it's it's awesome Ooh. to see and to be able to see a pathway from the the foundations community program through to the you know to competitive power chase. Something we thought we'd see in 12, 18 months. To so be able to see that, you know, within no, twelve months is fantastic. That's fantastic. And and keep an eye out. Um, keep an eye out for the Sydney FC Foundation um, fine line trailer, Alex. If we can give them a bit of a plug. Yes. Um, anywhere the boys are playing, and I think it's it is just boys, isn't it? Uh, in in the power chair at the moment. Um, in the team at the minute, yeah. In our team, yes. There's a couple of um, there's a couple of young girls knocking on that door. Um, in young Ruby and Marthy, but yeah, fine line trailers. Um, what what heroes they are because they um they provided us with a trailer that will allow us to transport eight chairs anywhere we want across um, sort of New South Wales, Australia, really. We're actually heading down to Canberra as well in April to run a clinic at the Australian Institute of Sport, which we're very excited about. But yeah, they 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 make the trailers for Dick Johnson, Casey Stoner um, and the like. So we're, we're in very good company 
um, but they probably oh, and it looks um, to us. it looks incredible. It looks absolutely incredible. The fine line trailer um, with the foundation logo on the side. So it's my it's my pride and joy that thing when I rocked up to collect it in Richmond. Um, I had to stop <laughs> as I got to the forecourt and saw it there with the big foundation logo, and I thought, my goodness, um, I just want this parked, you know, outside the house. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, in, my in-laws, who I'm, you know, very um, graciously being put up by at the moment. <laughs> We don't want that outside the house, but it came very close to residing with me and going to work every day. Um, no, it's, a, it's a it's a wonderful thing, and it it's really allowed the program to to get around. We've not been to the same location twice yet, um, which is good because it means that we can take the sport to where the demand is, um, which was one of the objectives. Fantastic. Well, to find out more about that, um, you can go to uh, the Sydney FC Foundation Instagram page. Uh, there's also a link on the sydneyfc.com website um, that links off to the foundation. And the Sydney FC Power Chair team actually have their own Facebook page, um, which is maintained. I'm a, is it maintained by Jason? Um, it's Alex maintained or? by um, Jason's better half, Belinda. Ah, Belinda. Um, where... She does a fantastic job. Um, we, we, we sort of helped her out with some some uh you know assets and graphics this year but she does a fantastic job of making sure that the boys are well promoted and everyone knows what's going on fantastic they're, they're, yeah they're fantastic and uh, no it's been taken to another level um this year again that that page uh facebook and instagram so um mate thank you for for coming on to sky blue stories once again thank you for my um little surprise which i'm still getting over a bit um but uh <laughs> Uh, you know, we we do this to to help build community and, and to grow the club and to support the club as best we can. And um, you know, it means a lot to us that you reach out to Sky Blue Stories to help promote the foundation. And we hope that everything uh, goes very very well on the weekend. And um, yeah, mate, th thanks once again. My, no, my absolute pleasure. Yeah, very well deserving for this weekend. I'll be in touch uh, probably tomorrow to finalise stuff, but. Thank you as always for having me on. It's a there a, is there a fun. plus one, Alex, for the? <laughs> you'll have to uh, you'll have to you know fight it out with Julian with Jonathan. But, um, <laughs> may well be a plus one. Yeah. Um, but you know my my uh, Wednesday mornings and afternoons, the drive home more often than not is uh, filled with Sky Blue stories. So um, you know. It's, Sorry it's, about Sean. Sorry about Sean. <laughs> Listen, I think you know it just it's for me. It just shows. Sydney sunsets. What the fuck. <laughs> Alex, as someone who first of all is from you know from the UK where there's grey scars are plenty, the Sydney like sunset, sunset you can get is um oh the, the Sydney sunset's the best um that that black kit is the best <laughs> I'll take no further on it um, and you know like I said thanks for having me on guys and um, it's a pleasure so thank you. We've already spoken about the A-League women's, the NPL. Uh, of course, gents, let's do a very quick roundup of what's to come for the men this weekend. It's a good old-fashioned six-pointer against Western United at Allianz Stadium Saturday night. Boys, um, we've had, we will have had, a um, couple of weeks between fixtures by this stage for the blokes. Um a few of them keeping busy around the place. Um, Redders in the in the Socceroos squad there. Robbie Mack over uh, overseas qualifying Slovakia in the Euros. Um, John, you said they had a midweek game. Do they have an in-house? 
They did, yeah. So yes, you're right. Yeah, that's a good good pick up there, Sean. So yeah, Sydney FC played <laughs> Sydney FC played uh, Macarthur uh, in a friendly at um, at Cogra during the week at uh, Cogra at Macquarie Park during the week, and um, they got up three two. I think Paolo Retre uh, with a couple of goals and Maxi Burgess with one. So that was both to get Max some of the boys some some you know minutes in the leg, so to speak. Um, Paolo's suspended for this weekend, so he would have missed a long time uh, without football. And Maxi obviously returning from uh, from his two-match suspension himself into the international break. So not a bad um, not a bad tactic there to set up a, a friendly there between the two clubs. And uh, we've got a 3-2 win, I think. A, a result probably not very important, um, but, but good to see. So... Gents, we're we're essentially coming off a, a a horrible, horrible derby defeat as we as we take the tone down of the pot a little bit. Um, it's a strange situation to, to, to be in. Um, we're in the six. If we want to stay there, it's a must win. Um, we're coming off a horrible, horrible defeat. Um, the the whispers around the club. Um, in terms of the longevity of the manager's time, beyond loud. Um, so yeah, it's a strange, it's a strange sort of situation to be in. Um, will we, will we see the players respond? Will we see the manager respond? I, I don't know. I'm excited to to see what happens. Mm, it's going to be an interesting test. Um... I think Western United sort of come in a little bit more into their own as the season's gone on. It's they've been a bit wishy-washy and a bit in and out of form, but that probably makes for a pretty compelling and equal contest. Considering that that sounds very similar to the season that we've had to endure as Sky Blues fans as well for the men's anyway. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be a strange one. I think um, normally if you if you lose any game 4-0, you might see some wholesale changes. I I still don't think there will be. No. That's that's just my opinion. I don't a, think there'll be Caracas DNA. Nah, I think maybe maybe one or two. But I think, you know, you could almost throw a blanket over that and say that they're almost forced. Like will he give Mac a bit of a rest because he's come back from international duty and you know, he just doesn't think that he's going to be up to it. I don't know, but yeah, it's I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. I think the only changes we'll see, if any, will be well changes in the in the sense of Max and and Max and mm. Alfie coming back. I, I think mm. Alfie might Alfie be must be enough. close. Yeah, if, if he yeah, is, he, he might be just another week away. Max comes back into the side without a doubt. And Jono, you said Paolo's had five yellow cards, so he's not available mm. for the game. So yep. I don't. I, I see Max, uh, AC, and Bratz back into the middle, which was a good midfield three that was working more often than not. Um, mm-hmm. I think Mac will play. Of course, I, I think, think was- um, boys with with Kingy getting hooked at half time. I imagine uh, Caballo will start at left back, um, vacating that left wing spot. Yeah. If I see Caballo at left wing again, I'm going to lose my shit. Like I, I, I don't think you will. 
you're going to be sitting in your lovely corporate box on the weekend or whatever, <laughs> and you're just going to be like, oh. you're like, oh, Sean, that's Sean's going to jump the fence. Um, um... And 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 I was about to say pull off the bear, but that sounds erotic <laughs> and wrong. But um, not in that way. Come on. Come on, yeah, chorizo. Pull off his chorizo. Yeah. yeah. Put it in put it in the paella. Um I don't I based on Kingy's uh, unfortunate experience in the derby, I don't see him starting, which means Kabaya will start at left back. Um and hopefully an opportunity for um, one of the young boys to start up top, but uh we'll see. But I can That's see crazy King starting. Crazy. Boys, I can see Kingy starting only because Caballo, his first time up at left wing starting, um, what was the game before Wanderers? Who was that against? It's against Vic, no. Whoever it was, I can't remember. And it didn't go well. And then he's gone, Quark has gone, I will give him a second chance. I can see him going, oh, well, King didn't do too well. Let's give him a second chance rather than just making the the tough, hard decisions and just, you know, having the gumption of just going, all right, I'm going to make a change and go back to, it wasn't working, working, but it certainly was better than King playing at left. So play Caballo where he's, he's been okay this season. Like he hasn't been bad, has he? Caballo, he's been okay. Mm. So just play him at left back and Grant on the other and Wilco and, and play Rodwell, start Rodwell at centre back. Ryan Grant's three hundredth game, gents. Uh, don't think Great something. Reason. Don't Great think something we've mentioned. Don't think something we've mentioned. Uh, um, Great reason for the boys um, to get up and give him the not the send off, but the chutzpah. Yeah, get up for him. He's you know. Did you see that little bit of footage during the week of that surfer boy coming off the bench <laughs> uh, for Des Giraldi? Is it Des Giraldi, Jules? Yeah. Is that who it was that he replaced? Yeah. I think it was. Bloody hell. That's, um, that does make me feel exceptionally 37 oh. years old. <laughs> um, uh, so, gents, um, Western United, uh, they've, I wouldn't say they've turned their season around, but they've certainly had some positive results of late with uh, Alexander Privich and Noah Bodic um, carving up. Um, it could be, we don't know. Bodic has been over, um, in Italy, I think, at a Oli Roos camp this week. So, uh, maybe he'll have jet lag and, and not go well. But I think he's, um, I think he's got something like five goals in his last mm. five or six games. So, the, um, the Oli Roo there doing exceptional work for them. Uh, but it's not just that, you know, they've got threats, they, they do have threats, um, in wide places, uh, Connor Payne, Lockie Wales, and um, places, hot places, all the places. <laughs> that's where that's where my head went. <laughs> um, so, so uh, it's. I don't think this is going to be an easy result by any means. Um, this will this will actually be. I'm fairly certain this will actually be the first time I've been to a Western United fixture. For some reason or another, I've missed. Mm. All of the other ones, so it'd be interesting. Well, they're, they're two points behind us, so if we lose, they win. We're out of the six. We draw. We you keep got, them at bay, but yeah. but you got two other teams sitting on twenty five as well. You've got shit. Per- Perth and Newey, is it? Mm, Perth I think and it is. Newcastle. 
Newcastle, I think I've got City. And Perth has somebody. I can't remember. Let me have a look. Look at this. Uh, Perth have got MacArthur. Mm. Oh, well, MacArthur is on 25. So Perth, Perth's so on, Perth's 24. on 24. So yeah. well, we got to start moving. <laughs> we do. Yeah. If we want to precarious. play final. Yeah. So, Very yeah. precariously placed. So there's a um, lot to play for, like motivation coming out of every orifice. Yeah. I I think we'll see a response from the players. I think um I think we'll get the job done this week, gents. Um I maybe call it blind optimism, but um I, I just think I think it hurt. I think the fact that um Wilco had to come out and speak on behalf of the players and the club, I think was pretty shitty um mm. but you know i as, as we always say we know that we know the players don't go out there to play shit um or to lose um and i think, think they would have taken the derby result quite personally and i think we'll see it i think we'll see a response i think we'll um i think we'll get a 2-1 victory yeah i think we'll get a response too and rightfully so and we should uh, for the fans, for the co, for anyone who pays their money and goes through the game, even takes their time to watch it on telly and support from home. So I, I think we'll get a 2-1. Uh, there will be a response. It just won't be enough. Um, I think it will be a one-all draw. Dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. We've packed a lot in. Um, we've packed a lot into this episode, uh, gents, in the end. Uh, never a quiet week in the life of a Sydney FC fan. Uh, thanks again to Alex Riley, who I'm going to do this a funny way, but we'll slip his chat into the pod in the middle somewhere. So you would have already heard it. But thanks to um, Alex from the Sydney FC Foundation. Uh, best of luck to the foundation for the uh, weekend's festivities. And uh, I will get you two back for the massive stitch up. So thanks very much. <laughs> um, but you've been listening to Sky Blue Stories. Uh, once again, we'll be back next week to take you through all of the weekend's action. Thanks, as always, for all of your interaction and uh, listenership. And we'll talk to everyone very soon. Bye.